Welcome to This Week in Bison Sports. I'm Jason Pajak here at the University of Manitoba. So it's a big weekend. Uh, Bison women's hockey's coming back. They're going to be playing Lethbridge this weekend. And also we've got the men's and women's basketball teams in action. After a very quiet weekend in Bison Sports, it was just the basketball teams last week and the, you know, the men's, men's football team or the, the football team went in there and they led, or they were tied after the first quarter against Calgary, and it all kind of slipped away. So that season's all done. You can catch the post-mortem I did with Brian Doby on uh, themanitoban.com or the print editions that are out. They came out two days ago, but they're on stands today. Uh, so today I am joined in studio by one Lauren Terrestruck, goaltender for the Bison women's hockey team. So Lauren, how are you doing? Good, thanks. Good. Happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> you were a little bit lost coming in here, uh, you know. I guess you were probably getting a little bit sick and tired of us media types asking you a bunch of questions and bringing you in different places, so... No, never. Never? never gets old. <laughs> okay, good, good. So I'm going to run through a little bit of a list here, uh, just setting the stage for everybody listening. So you were Canada West Rookie of the Year, Canada West All-Rookie Team, U-Sports All-Rookie Team, U-Sports Rookie of the Year nominee, uh, Canada West Champion, U-Sports National Champion, and Bison Sports Rookie of the Year, all in one year... <laughs> Do you have like an expanded list of that, or is it like, did your mom write it all out and put it on the wall or something? Just that first uh, year? No, there's just a lot of um, plaques and papers around the house. A lot and of hardware. Pictures, hardware. Yeah. Lots of medals. <laughs> um, but no, it's a pretty crazy list. Yeah, and you're now you're looking to uh, kind of expand on that that kind of superstar debut and move forward with that. Um, so for everybody listening, last year, Lauren, you had a .71 goals against average in 12 games, which is just crazy. Um, a 9.61 save percentage, only eight goals against, and two losses in 12 games. <laughs> yeah, now thinking of it, <laughs> thinking about that now, it's just like, I don't even know how I did that. <laughs> you're, just, you're just like sleepwalking through that season. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, I'm going to play now. Let's go. <laughs> just game after game. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of, it's crazy. Um, so this year you've kind of, you're in here now, you're, you're 100% have the starter role after sharing with Rachel Dick last year. Um, I kind of want to go back to that because we talked a little bit last year, uh, both to you and to Rachel at different times about, um, the relationship between the two of you, because she had played with Amanda Schubert for a long time and they'd built that bond over the years. Uh, and then you come in and, you know, kind of bailed out the team when she was started the season struggling a little bit. Um, how did that relationship kind of develop over the course of that season when you kind of just came in and said, all right, I'm here. It's time for the next step with the Bisons. And, you know, how'd that kind of shake out? Um, I think since day one, both of us really respected each other. And I think we both realized that we were both capable of helping our team and getting wins for our team. Um, but I think it was just both on and off the ice. We were really, um, we were really close and didn't butt heads and we were there for the right reasons and we were both there for the same reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that really helped us carry through when I did, 
um, play more than I was originally supposed to play. Mm -hmm. um, she was super supportive of me. And then when she had playing time, I was there for her as well. Yeah, because John was kind of thinking, I remember talking to him last year, he was going to try and bring you along a little bit slower, let Rachel kind of play out that last year. And he had you know all the confidence in the world, even after that that. Uh, kind of rough start but you kind of you came in and changed his mind and he was like okay now I've got two goaltenders that I can throw in there on, on any given night and it was really a nightmare for for teams when you guys would go in there and a back-to-back -back series and you'd have you know the stalwart senior there and then they turn around the next day and then there's this brick wall rookie <laughs> you know sitting right in front of them so yeah, it was kind of the perfect, I guess, would you say it was like the perfect confluence of things just for that team to finally get over the hump and get to the national championship to have two goaltenders that they can just throw in on any given night and, you know, come away with a win? Yeah, I think it was good, um, <clears throat> especially like me being a rookie. It's hard to rely on rookies, like you don't really mm -hmm. know what they're about. But I think towards the end of the season, um, our team was very confident playing in front of both of us. And so I think that just helped us get that extra step. And, yeah, it just carried through right to Nationals mm -hmm. that we had two good goaltenders because it's really, really hard to find on a team. Yeah, it, it was it was great to watch because I remember um, the, the two years that I'd covered the team previous, just, you know, watching you know, Rachel do her thing and just the goaltender that she was and, and still is today. I'm pretty sure she's still playing uh, in in men's leagues and women's leagues around uh, around Winnipeg. And yeah, just, you know, to have you, you come in and then, you know, that first, I'm going to be perfectly honest, the first day I saw you step onto the ice, I was like, who is this? <laughs> like, you know, this six foot tall women's goaltender. I was like, okay. This is different. This yeah. is a little. This is a little different here. And uh, you know, I, I can't remember if it was John or Teebs that mentioned like John's been waiting to have like, a like a goaltender of your size, like a six foot tall, covers most of the net, just standing there goaltender. So yeah. I think to to have you come in and you know just take the reins so quickly was you know great for him to finally have that. Um, you know, not disparaging Rachel or Amanda, but they are kind of on the shorter side yeah um so yeah but i think that was it too like it was so unexpected in a mm -hmm. way because yeah rachel was supposed to play pretty much the whole season but then when i stepped on i think it was very unexpected and people mm -hmm. were like oh like it's kind of a change up um but i think it was it was for the better i guess yeah. <laughs> well you did kind of win a national yeah, championship maybe. so <laughs> i think that debate is kind of settled already yeah um so now looking towards this year uh second year coming in you know you've got that experience you've probably got more you've got a you know a, a more complete resume a more complete pedigree than most goaltenders more senior goaltenders in in the conference and in the country um, so how are things with Erin coming in? Because I know she's a very she was a very highly touted goaltending prospect and was recruited with kind of the idea that you know not that you know she's the plan B in any sense of the word, but that she's going to come in and she would be able to kind of fill that void um, that that Rachel's going to leave in in a kind of a different way. So how how are things with her and what are you seeing from her you know so early in the season? Um, I think she's brought a lot to our team, not just on the ice, but off the ice. Um, she came in fairly confident, and which mm -hmm. is very hard for a rookie to do. Um, but she's really pushed me and she supported me, I think, both her and Devin Johnson. Um, they both realized kind of mm -hmm. the position of the goalies um, this year. 
but um, she's very confident in the net. She played two weekends ago, and she kept us in there. She gave us a chance to win, and she got the shutout, and she just proved that she can play, and when I need a break or when Sean wants someone else to go in net, that she's there and she's ready for the task, and she'll mm-hmm. she'll perform. Yeah, it's, it's so interesting to see that, that the relationship between goaltenders, it's such a... A different thing you know like I was a defenseman for you know 10 plus years and you know seeing how goaltenders react to each other and how they are you know the the, the common thing is that goaltenders are just really weird like you <laughs> how can you not be when you're sitting there getting pucks fired at you um, but just the relationship between like a starter and their backup or two goalies that are in a tandem it's it's a very different thing yeah. like it it almost seems like yeah the competition is there but it's very supportive and it's almost like even between goaltenders that are on different teams, there's like this this almost this goaltending family yeah, that exists. Bond. Yeah, yeah, no, just... I agree. Um, I think there definitely is a little bit of competition. I mean, there has to be because mm-hmm. you're you want to play. Like everyone wants to play. Um, but I think um, we're very lucky to have the relationship that we do have because some teams goalies don't get along and mm-hmm. they do butt heads. Um, but we're definitely there for each other, and we're there for the same reason. Yeah, and that's that's what Rachel said last year is that you guys were pushing each other to oh, be yeah. even even better than you already were. So mm-hmm. I think that kind of really really helps. So yeah, that's that's awesome. So looking towards this coming weekend, so you guys are now once again first in the country, nationally <laughs> ranked number one. Yeah, you know, as if it was in any doubt um, after the last couple mm-hmm. weeks. So um, you're coming up against Lethbridge. Uh, this weekend tonight uh, at 7 o'clock and then tomorrow at 2 o'clock uh, for anybody listening that wants to head down there to Wayne Fleming and watch this team, you know, do their thing. Um, so what are you seeing and what's the team seeing this weekend with Lethbridge coming in? Um, I think we're treating it as any other team. There is really no weak team um, in any um at all this year, but we prepare the same as we would for Alberta, Sask, uh, Calgary. So we just, especially with the bye, we've really planned um, for the way that Lethbridge plays and their structure. And we had video yesterday, so we kind of had an idea of what they look like and what we have to what we have to do against them. Yeah. So yeah, Lethbridge is always a team. Like Alicia Anderson's a fantastic goaltender. Very good. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a very it's going to be a probably a low scoring game. I'm thinking mm-hmm. just you know. Um, the two goaltenders are going to be in in net on either side, whether it's you or Aaron, uh, and then Alicia on the other side. Do you know if you're the one that's getting the start tonight? Yeah, or? I'll be playing tonight. Okay, so yeah. that's you know now everybody listening, you can come <laughs> out and you can see Lauren come here, the reigning Canada West, and you should have been U Sports Rookie of the Year. You know, I was very unhappy when I saw that. I was like, what? How? How could you not <laughs> pick her as like a goaltender? That came in, took the starting job, or you know, took more starts than you probably would be expecting, and then carried the team all the way to a national championship. How can you say no to that? Uh, like, it is what it is. Yeah, okay. you know, <laughs> that, there's a little bit of a there's a spot on the wall where there should be another <laughs> plaque there. Uh, I know your mom's probably just like every day is like this should have been another yeah. one there. <laughs> um, so yeah, so how have you felt about the year so far? Because you know, you guys, you had. A good start against Calgary. You had that that two game sweep against them, and then you went and you had a kind of a tough weekend, a low scoring weekend uh, against Alberta. They kind of came out with a bit of fire. Mm-hmm. So how how have you seen the first few weeks of the season? Um, I think for me personally, I've watched our team and I've seen us get better every weekend. Um, we started 
And yeah, we, we played well. It was our first weekend. And then we got hit with Alberta. And so that kind of slowed things down. We were like, okay, we need to fix a few things. And then just from there, we've just gotten better each weekend. And we're really starting to um, connect with each other. Our lines are finally set in. And I think we're just getting more comfortable and back into the swing of things. And coming off where we were at Nationals, I think we're trying to get there and as fast as we can but we're just building every day yeah and it's gonna be nice in the second half you've got a few more uh home games i think in the second half because you you started at home against calgary and then you went and you were in alberta then in regina and then back for mount royal right yes and then you've got lethbridge, lethbridge. so yeah it's gonna be a little a few more home starts for you mm-hmm. i know we were talking you some of the some of the things about the travel you're not uh, too much <laughs> of a fan about uh we won't get into those right now um but um yeah so really um i had another question here and i completely spaced on what it was <laughs> um oh yeah i was i have to ask about um the the bump that you took um late in that game so you're all good all the cobwebs are are out and everything's good yeah no i'm good uh, it turned out to be my own defenseman's knee oh, okay. <laughs> that went to my head um but i was a bit sore after that really shaken up um mm-hmm. but nope good to go now yeah we were kind of concerned because the angle that we had in the press box it looked like we didn't really i didn't initially see the head contact i thought it was that your knee had hit the post or had gotten like caught on the post and like yeah. immediately i was like okay that can't be that can't be good yeah um but it was a head thing and yeah it was good to see that you you bounced back really quickly aaron came in and yeah. did what she had to do to close out that game and then you came back and had a great weekend after that and you know, kept that going. So we're going to take a quick commercial break here on uh, 101.5 UMFM with This Week in Bison Sports. Stay tuned. belong to a club of gamers with an amazing logo just screaming to be put onto t-shirts or hoodies? Are you a member of an intramural floor hockey team looking to intimidate the competition with your matching uniforms? No matter what your group's requirements for custom garments from t-shirts can do for you. All right, and we are back with this week in Bison Sports. Jason Paycheck joined in studio alongside Lauren Terrace. So Lauren, kind of what I want to do uh, what I've been doing this year with this show is in the second half, kind of get a little more personal, not asking any weird personal <laughs> questions, um, but kind of getting to know the athletes a little bit better and and what they're all about, their their journey in the sport and how they came to uh, become Bisons. You know, last year I got to talk to uh, Alana Sarhan um, about her journey and how she kind of, how her journey in coming to Manitoba was kind of serendipitous and really led to her having a bit of a chip on her shoulder and how that uh, kind of changed the type of player that she was and, you know, definitely for the better. So really, it kind of quickly, how did you get into hockey and, and how did you choose to be a goaltender? Like, that's always the question I want to ask goalies. Like, how did you pick this? Uh, 
Um, I think it started with my brother. Um, I have an older brother. He's two years older. And he would always, he started playing hockey, so I was always at the rink watching him. And one of his best friends was a goalie. Actually, two of his friends were goalies. And I think I just watched them. Like, I would just idolize over them and what they, and the equipment that they wore. I think that's really what it was, is I just wanted to wear the equipment and mm-hmm. get to wear that and um, just be different from everyone else. But I think that's where it really started was with him and just being at the rink and I just wanted to wear the cool stuff. <laughs> cool. And about the equipment, uh, we know goalies are very particular about what they put on their masks and a lot. Mm-hmm. I saw the back plate of your mask and I want to ask like what is on there and like what does, is there like any meaning behind what's on there? Because I know lots of goal like uh, Carey Price has a cross and then their goaltenders put like Shamrocks and um, Connor Hellebuck has the UMass Lowell logo on the back of his, mm-hmm. his mask. Like, is there anything specific on there that you wanted on there um yeah so i wanted to somehow incorporate our third jerseys um they're fairly bright in color so i didn't really want that bright color on my mask but i do have the m um right center in the in the middle on the back and then my last name of course and then at the top i have g-a-l-b-e-d which stands for get a little better every day so okay. that's kind of something that I've really stuck to. And even last year, John Rempel, he would come up to me in practice and he'd ask me if I got a little better today. So that's really mm-hmm. stuck with me and just something that I keep in the back of my head. Yeah, that was one of the things because uh, the picture that we ran, um, I believe it was it was in the first Mount Royal game. It's a shot of you watching kind of yeah. the other team and it's you've got that on the top of the back of your mask. I was like, what does that even mean? Like, is that this person's name, like a nickname? Or like, what is that? So I had to ask. um, And then like, what about the rest of it? Like, you've got the stripe down the middle and then like the Bison logo. There was nothing really. Like, I was kind of, I didn't know what I wanted because there's so much you can put on a mask. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really just wanted it to be clean and simple. Um, So that's why I just have the Bison's in writing and then the two logos on the side and then just the stripe down the middle just to match with the colors to bring it all together. And then Mm -hmm. throughout the background, I have an effect that looks like breaking ice. So it's just kind of what I thought was good. It's not really personalized to me or like Mm -hmm. me as a person, but it was just what I thought. I wanted and what looked good. Yeah, and I was I follow uh, Goldiegram on Instagram, and I saw like I think it was during yeah. the summer that you went like your picture wound up on there. I was like, oh, yeah. I know her. <laughs> She's a good goalie. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I kind of want to ask about that. Like the you've gotten quite a bit of attention for what you've done uh, in, you know, in your rookie season and then, like into this year. What are your thoughts about that? Like, did you expect coming into the U of M that like this you? you know, have this much attention on what you were doing and like get this amount of praise and you know just be in front of cameras and microphones all the time no i had no idea coming out of AAA, um i really just thought i'd be coming to the bisons to be a backup and kind of seeing where i fell into place and when i would get some ice time because john he did tell me that rachel was starter and i wouldn't get much playing time at all and so that was kind of in my head um but yeah, just coming in and then getting thrown into all the media and mm-hmm. the interviews. I mean, it was very overwhelming, especially as a rookie. You don't expect to have that going on. Um, but I think after a couple, I kind of got used to it. And you and you just learn to... You just, I just answered honestly. Like, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was very overwhelming, but it's so cool. Like I would go home and tell my parents what happened. And like my brother's never done this. And yeah. So no, it's been a really cool experience. And have you, how have your parents felt about that? Because I met your mom... Uh, during nationals and she was just like over the she was over the moon that uh that the paper and umfm were there to to follow the team and you know you know 
you know, take that journey from the puck drop on the first day to the puck drop on the last day. Mm-hmm. So how did they react to kind of the, the amount of media attention that you've gotten? Um, I think they really just watched me and watch how I've taken it and how mm-hmm. I've reacted um, because they definitely know that I've put in the work and I've, in a sense, deserved it. Um, but I think they're just really excited and happy for me. Um, but yeah, I think it's just for them to be there at Nationals and to see all that right in front and like in real life, not just hearing it on the radio or mm-hmm. something. I think that's a pretty big deal for them. And it's just pretty cool. Yeah. And, you know, they've, they've been very supportive. The, the thing about the, the, the women's hockey team is that the parents are so great. Yeah. You know, the, my favorite story is that when you guys won that in that shootout against Concordia mm-hmm. that night, we all Teebs, TJ and I went back to my hotel cause we we're going to grab dinner and then they were going to go out drinking and I was going to go out finishing uh, the recap and we're sitting there waiting for for our dinner to come, and then like parents start filing. We start seeing buys in jerseys and yeah. buys in jackets, <laughs> and we're like, "Okay, what's going on?" And then you know all the parents just showed up, and we got this opportunity to sit down with everybody and you know talk about like, get to know the parents a little bit better and talk to them about the journey of having their daughters kind of come in here and you know become stars in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, to take this program from where it was to where it is now. It's just been phenomenal, and they, you know, the Bison parents are a fantastic group of people. I, I you, you probably know better than we do, so you know, it's it's amazing. Right? Yeah, no, for sure. I think it's not just like a team thing. I think just like you said that story that you um, talked about at the restaurant. I think that really just shows how big of a family the Bison's are. It's mm-hmm. not just a team or like a just another team in the league, but really how close everyone is, and everyone's there for us for our, for the. Um, players Um, but that just really shows how supportive they are and what they're Mm -hmm. willing to do yeah and it's been a a great ride for you Uh, I want to get into kind of your recruitment story Mm -hmm. uh, because there's always very interesting things that come out of this uh, like Descatelier with his you know just kind of almost by accident meeting and getting to know Brian Doby through his brother's recruitment and things like that Um, so what kind of what was the the path for you to come to Manitoba obviously you played triple-a hockey and then Mm -hmm kind of straight out of that came here so can you tell me a bit of like what your recruitment story was how did you meet john and you know rob and the rest of the 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 coaching staff yeah um i'll see how much i remember because it was was a little bit ago um but i think one of the first times that i really realized that the bisons were looking at me and interested was when i was at so cup and red deer um when i was with central plains capitals at triple a um i noticed that john Maybe Sean was there too. They were both in the stands. And I guess my mom had told me after that they were there. And I guess they were there to watch me. So that was really the first time. And then, um, so that was the end of the year. And then when I went back into Avros, um, they started to come to games and they started pulling me um, out of the dressing room after and talking to me. Just general talking, like nothing too crazy about committing mm-hmm. or anything, but just kind of getting to know me as a person and just seeing how I felt in the net. Um so that kind of warmed me, warmed me up to them. And then as my last year of Avros came around, that's when it started to get really serious. And so they were talking to my parents and just kind of seeing what I wanted to do in the future and if I wanted to stay home or if I wanted to go away and try something new. Um, but yeah, and then um, I said that I was really interested and I came, I met with Alana Sharman. Um, we just went to Tim's one day just mm-hmm. to see kind of what the Bisons were about and the schedule and kind of what my day would look like as a Bison. 
So that really helped me kind of decide if I wanted to pursue this Mm -hmm. Um, and then got the whole tour and everything. And so I think that really set it into place that I need to stay home and I want to stay home because like you don't get not many people get the luxury of staying Mm -hmm. home and playing for a team like this. Um, So that's really where it ended. And then I signed and that was mid Avros. Mm -hmm. And from there, I saw John and Sean in the stands a couple times I'd already committed. Um, But that just really showed me how interested they were and how excited they were for me to be on the team for the next season. Look at Charmy out there being a a leader, (laughs) dragging in uh, the new goalie. Um, So were there any other teams that were interested that you talked to? Uh, There was quite a few. There was probably four or five. Um, Actually, Sask was one of them towards the end that were kind of battling with the Bisons to get me um but there was just a couple differences that i just i want to stay home and Mm -hmm. it was just going to work better for me to be here all right and kind of uh this year john's obviously doing his professional development thing uh sean's coming in as the the interim head coach how how has it felt having him come in and you know go from being an assistant coach to being the head coach I think it's been great for our team. Um, I mean, as a second year, I didn't really know John very well as a coach yet. Um, But I think just having that new face and someone else saying things to us just really stuck with us. And just having that new face in the dressing room and on the ice. um, Sean is very positive and enthusiastic, just loves Mm -hmm. winning. I see him on the bench after we score and he just gets so excited. Um, But no, he's been He's been awesome as a head coach. I honestly have nothing negative to say about him. Yeah, my fir- my favorite Sean story is um, when that the game-winning goal to send you guys to nationals <laughs> and to the finals. <laughs> he was sitting right beside me because he he had the iPad and he was doing like the the special team stuff. And he they scored, and we were all kind of like on edge. And he jumps up and he's screaming and like high five gives me a hug and it's just like okay this guy loves (laughs) that's all him that's so him yeah Yeah. okay awesome so you guys can come out catch the bison women's hockey team in action tonight against the university of lethbridge pronghorns seven o'clock start come in around six o'clock catch warm-up see everybody you know see everything go down like that and then they also play tomorrow at two o'clock in the afternoon against the, the same lethbridge pronghorns so Come out, support the team. It's a great atmosphere, great hockey to watch, and you know they're going to pursue another national championship. Do you think you guys have what it takes this year? I think we're looking good so far. I mean, anything can happen, but we're looking pretty good. All right, awesome. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me.